Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the definitive show on Airbnb hosting, featuring the best advice on how to maximize profits from your Airbnb listing, as well as real-life experiences from Airbnb hosts all over the world. Welcome. Get paid for your pad. 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 This episode is brought to you by Hostfully, a company that helps you make beautiful guidebooks for your listing. Make your own at hostfully.com slash pad. And as a special for Get Paid for Your Pad listeners, you'll get a free guidebook consultation after you make your guidebook. Welcome everybody, Get Paid for Your Pad, another episode. And today we're talking to a really interesting guest. He is a lawyer who paid off $87,000 in student loans in two and a half years by choosing not to live like a big shot lawyer. And he's also sharing all of his experiences on a blog that's called thefinancialpanther.co. And uh, he has a lot of side hustles, and one of them is Airbnb. So we're going to learn all about that. So Kevin, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, Jasper. Yeah, you're you're very welcome. You told me you've been you've been listening to the the podcast quite a bit. Yeah, I was actually one of the first podcasts when I started doing Airbnb. You know, I kind of wanted to get some info on how to set things up and start things on the right foot and. You know, I've I've been on a big podcast binge for a while, and so you know, I just typed in, I probably typed in, you know, best Airbnb podcast, and yours probably popped up somewhere. Right, and so that's when I started listening to it. Awesome. And how long have you been hosting on Airbnb? Yeah, so I started hosting in April of 2016. So you know, getting close to a year now. Um, you know, we moved into our house in January 2016 and then I was gonna do it and I kind of you know got it's one of those things where people always say they're gonna do it and then you just keep waiting for a while and so that's what happened and then I finally got around doing it in April right and you were living together with your girlfriend or your wife uh yeah my fiance um we got engaged last year and so yeah it's just the two of us and then we've got our dog so three of us live here okay and that is in Minnesota in Minnesota yep Awesome. Eight degrees right now. <laughs> yeah, we were just chatting a little bit. I'm in Santiago and it's extremely hot here. And uh, people don't have ACs in their houses. So I'm staying at an Airbnb here. And I didn't realize that uh, you know the, the houses here don't have ACs. So I'm kind of sweating a lot. That's <laughs> <So, laughs> the opposite problem we've got here. Yeah, but you know, we'll survive. So you moved in, uh, you moved in with your fiance. And then uh, how did, why, why did you decide to rent out uh, a spare room? Yeah, you know, so this, so this house here, like a little backstory. So this house, my fiance got this house before we met, and she actually used to live here with roommates. Um, so she was in the school here, and she rented out the other three rooms. And then a few years back, we moved out, got a, like a tiny apartment, and she rented the place out to her mom. So the whole house, and then in January her mom moved out and we were like, well, we could try to go get tenants, but it's the middle of the beginning of the year. Let's just move back in here. And so we did that. And so we went from, you know, a 600 square foot apartment we lived in now to a four bedroom house. 
And so, you know, we set up like one room as an office. We set up our own room. We set up like a guest room and then another room we set up for our niece for when she comes to visit. So I'm like kind of looking around like this guest room is never getting used ever. And so that's kind of when I had the idea, well, you know, we don't want to get a roommate. So why don't we just try out Airbnb and see, you know, what kind of people we get. Awesome. And I'm, I'm, I'm just looking at your, one of your blog posts. You list uh, a bunch of advantages uh, of Airbnb. And one that uh, that interests me is you list, uh, you can get freebies as an Airbnb host. Yeah, yeah. That was actually one of the uh, unknown perks when I started. Um, you know, I, I was kind of doing some research and I, you know, found some Airbnb forums and there are companies that are always trying to get their products in front of um in front of customers and i guess they figure airbnb is a good place to do it because you've got a lot of people coming and going so one thing i've gotten my big score was a free mattress um free mattress from this company called nest nest bedding and they just gave me a free mattress for the room that's awesome and yeah it was it's like i mean you know it's one of those mattresses that come in a box and they mail it to you and then when you you know you cut it open and it like expands out, um, but it's it's good. And you know I just kind of put up a little sign in my room there that says you know you're sleeping on this mattress, so it kind of makes a guess wonder what kind of mattress they're sleeping on because it's a it's a nice mattress. Yeah, I imagine it says it's a it's a two thousand dollar mattress. Yeah, th that one there was like a thousand dollar. Oh, okay. Um, or maybe maybe a little yeah, and then you know I've, I've actually gotten some other mattresses from another company. Um, but wait, how how do those companies reach out to you, or do you reach out to them? So no, they like put up a thing on some of these forums, and they just said, you know, we're trying to get these mattresses in there, and just email them with a link to your listing to ask for a mattress, and then they kind of look over the listing, and you know, if it looks like a good one, I guess, then they offer it to you. So you know, I've I've you know, had good reviews and, you know, a lot of people coming in and out. So I think that's why they thought, well, this is a good spot to throw a mattress in there. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I'm sure there's lots of people out there who uh, wouldn't mind having a thousand dollar mattress shipped to them as well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was, it's pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, another advantage of using Airbnb that you mentioned in your blog post is that your house will never be cleaner. And um, yeah, I think that's yeah. an interesting one. That's because I, you know, I agree. It's funny because um, when you rent a, an apartment and you ask the landlord if you if you could do Airbnb, you know, most of the time they, you know, they respond negatively. But uh, I've I've always argued that you know allowing your your tenant to do Airbnb is probably the best thing you can do for your apartment, right? Because you have to you have to maintain it really well because it's it's your business, and so it makes a lot of sense to me. Right. No, that that's definitely that's definitely a way you could ask the landlord to do it. And you know, that's the way that's the thing I noticed with and you've mentioned this before too, is that you care a lot more about, you know, your place that you're renting out in Airbnb than your own place. And so kind of an advantage when you're renting out just a room in your house, like I do, is you've got to keep your whole house clean. So I I've noticed that whenever I have stretches where I don't have people around, my house starts getting way dirtier and it's because I'm just not cleaning it as much as I am when someone's actually here. <laughs> That's pretty so, funny. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and the good thing too about that is, you know, cleaning is kind of like, oh, you know, when you think about with Airbnb, cleaning is kind of like work 
you might not have to do normally. But when it's your own house, it's actually like you're helping your guests out, but you're also helping yourself out, you know, because I'm cleaning like, yeah, I clean the room, which I'm not sleeping in the guest room. But then I also am cleaning the bathroom, which I do use. I'm cleaning my kitchen, which I do use and my living room. And so it's like I'm also directly benefiting it. So it's like, you know, I'm getting paid and I'm cleaning my own house. It's a win-win situation. Exactly. <laughs> awesome. So um, you've been renting out for about a year. And uh, another thing I read on uh, on your blog is that you sort of target a specific audience. Can you tell us about that? Yeah. You know, this is the thing that a lot of people get nervous about when they rent a place, when they put up like a room on Airbnb is, you know, you're sharing a space with a, with a stranger. The, the good thing is, I, I think with, depending on where you live, you can kind of figure out the type of guests that you'll get. So for myself, I'm near a big university. And so, and I, I didn't know this when I started that this was the type of guest I would get, but you know, net retrospect now, it makes a lot of sense. But basically all the guests I get are, you know, college students coming into town for conferences at the school or they're coming for interviews or, you know, um, residency interviews, grad school interviews, those kind of things. And those guests are exactly the type of guests I enjoy because, you know, I'm young, they're young. We have a lot in common because, you know, we're both, you know, professionals, I guess. And so it's like, I guess, <laughs> you know, that those are the type of guests I've been targeting. And it's just like, very good, I think, when you figure out, because then you kind of know what to expect from all your guests when they're kind of all the same. Yep, makes sense. And also, you know, you you probably know exactly what those people are looking for um, because you can you can kind of like relate to them. That's exactly right. Yeah, and you know, the thing that those kind of guests, you know, the, these students, they're just looking for a place that's you know affordable and clean and you know you know comfortable and close to the school. And so that's exactly what I give them and. Another bonus with those kind of guests is they're not in my house very much. So, you know, most of them come, they've got their interviews, they're all day long and then they're gone. You know, they're so, you know, people or they have their conference and they're gone the whole time. They just come back to sleep. So uh, it's kind of a nice bonus because, you know, I still make use of that room without really giving up that much of my privacy because they're only around for a little bit. Right. So you, you don't typically spend much time with your guests? Yeah, not really. And, and, you know, I kind of can get a feel of whether the guest wants to hang out with me. I've had some guests where, you know, I'll just go and grab a burger or a beer with them at a restaurant across the street or down the street from us. Um, but most of the guests, you know, it just seems like they're just here. They just want to get to their interviews or whatever they're doing the next day. And so they just come and then they just go into their room and, you know, I don't even see them at all. Um, you know, no one ever uses the kitchen. No one really ever hangs out to watch TV or anything because everyone's got their phones and computers anyway. So they just watch stuff in their own room is my guess. So yeah, that's, that's I guess that's kind of what's been happening. Right. Have you had any like really memorable experiences? Um, yeah, you know, so we had in August of last year, we had two dental students staying with us. They were just about to start dental school and their lease was coming up. Uh, their lease was starting in September, so but their school started in mid-August, so they need a place for like two weeks. So Airbnb is exactly perfect for that kind of thing because they uh, basically, you know, they, they can't find a place for two weeks otherwise. And so, you know, these, these people are dental students, and my fiance actually went to the dental school here and is a dentist. So it was like, 
you know, we like became friends with them, really. These were people kind of very similar to us. And, you know, honestly, even if they weren't Airbnb, we probably would have been friends with them. And we still are friends with them because they still live in Minnesota. So um, I guess that's kind of a memorable one. And, you know, they're very sad when they left, too, because you know, they like hugged us and thanked us for, for letting us stay with them, for letting, us stay, uh, letting them stay here for the two weeks. Yeah, that's very cool. Do you ever have any any issues with with guests or not? Um, no, that's that that's the biggest fear I had when I started. You know, the big fear everyone has with Airbnb is someone's going to come in and steal your stuff or break something or whatever. And the good thing is, I think when you're renting out a room in your house, that kind of thing is just so much less likely to happen because you live in the house too. And you know, I, I like to think more people are just normal than we think <laughs> you know we just hear so many horror stories sometimes because you know the media likes to pick up on that stuff and you know i have my friends say hey how can you let some stranger in your house and really i mean it just everyone kind of knows they they kind of understand you know i'm just coming here i'm staying in someone's room you know it's kind of like being a guest in someone's house so they they're really very nice you know people tiptoe around they don't really make a ton of noise and you know they always ask before they even just using things like you know, the microwave or something. People always ask me if they can use it. I'm like, of course you can, <laughs> you know? But I guess that's one of the most important parts of uh, hosting. If, if you're hosting, a, you know, if you're renting out the room and you're sharing stuff with your guests, like communicating to your guests what, you know, what they can use and what they can't. I, I imagine that, you know, I've always rented out the entire room, so I, I don't really have any experience with this. But I, I just imagine that, you know, if I'm, if I'm staying in somebody's house and, and we're sharing, then, you know, that, that would be one of my biggest question marks would be like, okay, am I, am I free to just, you know, grab whatever I need and use whatever I want to use? Or should I kind of keep to myself in my, in my room? So do you let your guests know in upfront? Yeah. So, you know, I have, I, I, I always do a kind of walkthrough with them when they get here, you know, kind of explain where things are and how to use things. Um, you know, most of the time people, don't really want to use any of my stuff because they're here for a pretty short time. Um, another thing I do is um, I have a guidebook that I actually use uh, through Hostfully, which uh, I always email to everyone right before they come here. And so it tells you, you know, what you can do. And here's, uh, you know, here's stuff in the kitchen and here's stuff in the bathroom and so forth. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I probably could get better at communicating exactly what people can use. Um, but I think People just kind of, they, like, no one ever eats any of my food or anything. I mean, you know, they always ask before they do anything, which I guess is just kind of lucky, I guess, that that's happened. <laughs> um, well, <laughs> apparently you're doing a pretty good job because I'm, you know, I'm looking at some of the reviews and they're all like glaring five-star reviews and everybody talks about how how you and, uh, and your uh, fiance are such good hosts how you're taking care of everybody and somebody even mentions that burger joint that you were talking about earlier. Uh, so, oh, yeah. <laughs> so you, it, it seems like, uh, you guys are really doing a, a terrific job. And so what would be your, your top three tips for people who are, you know, maybe in a position that you were in a year ago where you're thinking about starting, but you're kind of a little bit reluctant. You know, what, what would be the free tips for people to get started and, 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 you know, become a super host as quickly as you did? Yeah. Well, you know, so first tip is, yeah, just get started. Um, 
you know, because a lot of people are so scared of all the things that could go wrong. And and that's understandable. Like, yeah, stuff can go wrong, but most of the time probably won't. And, you know, if you're, if you're nervous about that, you can always kind of just do it a little bit, you know, rent out, you know, try out renting it out one time, just see if it's for you. And if it's not, then, you know, it's not. So that's my first tip, I guess, just get started. Um, number two is, you know, the, the having good communication. Because that's one thing that my guests always like is I always, because I'm not always home, you know, I work, both of us, uh, my fiance and I, we both work a regular day job. So I'm always uh, contacting my guests in advance, letting them know, you know, how to get into the house if I'm not here. Um, and I always send them a link to the guidebook. And I have a guidebook in my, in the room as well. So I've got a lot of stuff that shows that I'm there to help them. Um and that I'm like a normal person, which I think, you know, someone booking a room in a house really appreciates because, you know, for the guests too, they're kind of a little bit nervous probably if they are staying with a stranger they don't know. So it's kind of good to talk to them beforehand, make sure that they know um, that, you know, you're there to help. I mean, the third thing is probably just, you know, yeah, you got to have keep your house clean. I know, you know, it, around this area here, there, there, there's a lot of other People do an Airbnb too, kind of the same way as me. And, you know, when you kind of look at some of their reviews, you can see that, you know, people will complain about the house not being clean or something. And, you know, that can kind of impact whether someone wants to stay at your place because, you know, people want to stay in a clean place. And, you know, I, I kind of understand because a lot of the other people who offer Airbnb here, they're like college kids, you know, offering up a room, you know, and so you're in a room with, you know, in a house with like four other college kids. So, you know, no doubt your house is going to be a little dirtier. Um, so yeah, you know, whatever you can do to keep your house clean, I guess, is probably the third tip to really get good reviews. So, you know, communicate and keep your house clean. Host, I can't emphasize how important it is to share recommendations of things to do or eat near your listing beforehand. Your guests won't have to go through TripAdvisor, Foursquare or Yelp. They won't have to scratch their head and think about possible places right in the moment. I've been using Hostfully to create an online and printable guidebook to show my guests my favorite coffee places in Amsterdam. They use my recommendations and I'm getting fewer questions from my guests as a result. I've also included screenshots of my guidebook on my Airbnb listing as a way to differentiate my listing from others. So make your own guidebook at hostfully.com pad. Right. I'm glad you mentioned communication. I think that's a really good point. How do you communicate with, with your guests? I know you sent them uh, your, uh, your hostly guidebook, and uh, so, so do I. Um, but uh, what other means of communications do you use? Do you use uh, Skype or WhatsApp email or the Airbnb messaging system? Yeah. So I try to do all my communication through the Airbnb messaging system. Um, it's just... You, you know, in case anything were to go wrong, you always kind of want to have stuff going through Airbnb so that you've got a record of it. So that's the main place I talk to them. And then I always just send an email with some directions and link to the guidebook beforehand, you know, maybe like a day or two before they arrive. So those are kind of the two ways I contact people or I talk to them. Okay. So you send them the guidebook a few days before they arrive. Right. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I always I always do it the moment that uh, I get the booking. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Well, you know, thing is, it depends on when, because sometimes people book so far ahead, and I just figure it. You know, so I always tell them like, "Hey, I'm going to send you some stuff 
as we get closer to the date that you're going to arrive just because, you know, you send it right away. And I feel like people just will forget about it. Whereas when you send it just like a day or two before they come, they will take a look at it and will remember. Right. Yeah, that's an interesting point. I hadn't followed it. But, um, you know, another thing we could do is we could send them the guidebook uh, when they book and then send them another email a few days before the check-in. Yeah, and that, that's, in case they that could it. be another way to do it too. Right. That, that's not a bad idea too. And maybe I'll think about doing that actually. Um, yeah, because, you know, I just, yeah, I don't know. I probably could just do it right away because it's easy enough to automate it. You could just automate an email out right away basically. Um, yeah, exactly. Say, hey, yeah. Here's a link to the guidebook. Yep. Wait, can you put links in, in the messages in Airbnb? No. So I think links get blocked there. So that's why I always have to send it through an email. So I'll send it to their Airbnb email. Yeah. So I'll just send one right from my own email to their Airbnb email. Yeah, that's exactly that's what I do too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And when you started with your Airbnb, I'm sure you had certain expectations. And I'm just curious, how did your expectations compare to the actual experience of being an Airbnb host? And what what's is are there any big differences? Yeah. So you know, one thing is I thought it would be. Like I thought people would be more up in my space. So, you know, that's one thing we just, the reason why we've kept doing it for so long is because when you rent out a room, it just seems like, at least the type of guests I've been renting out to, it just seems like people just kind of hang out in their room they, and they come out just to leave. And so it, it's totally different because I kind of thought it would be more like, oh, a random roommate every every day, basically, or every, you know, couple days. And it, it's just so much better than a roommate because... <laughs> it's it's like the house is still your house when you're renting out a room, which is way different than when you have a roommate. Because when you have a roommate, the house is their house too, because you know they live there. Whereas the guests who stay with me on Airbnb, they know it's my house, so that's why they're so respectful. I think like they're like everyone who stays with me is like super respectful. Like like they're like always asking whether they can do this and that, and they're always being very careful with everything. And, you know, it's just. I think it's just because it's kind of like they're in someone's house and, you know, we try to keep our house nice. So I think that helps to have people um, treat our stuff right. And was your fiance cool with the idea of renting out from the get-go or did you have to talk to her? Yeah, well, you know, she's always been kind of like, I'm, I'm totally weirdo. I do. I like to do all these sharing economy stuff. Um, and so she's she always knew that this is something I was going to try to do. Um, and, you know, she, she gave me a chance. She was like, yeah, let's try it out. Um, a few times and see and at the first i think because we you know we hadn't we didn't have a roommate or anyone living with us for about four months so it was like you know we're just living in this big house by ourselves for a couple months and then when the first couple guests came she was kind of like eh, i don't know if i like having like a stranger here <laughs> and then after a little bit of time you know we kept doing it more and then we just kept realizing well it's like they're barely here so i'll just keep doing it and so uh, it, it it took her a few stays, I guess, a few guests before she realized, oh, this is like not so bad, actually. Like we actually kind of like this. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And uh, your your blog, the Financial Panther. Uh, you want to share a little bit more about you know why you started the blog and what it what it's about? Yeah, yeah. You know, so uh, the blog is basically just like I've been really into personal finance for a while, and um, so the blog is just kind of you know talking about my story of paying off, you know, I graduated law school with a ton of debt and I paid it all off. And, um, 
you know, my fiance's got a lot of debt also. And so once she's done with her, she's in residency right now. So when she's done with that, we're going to have to pay off her debt. And so it's just kind of a blog about that, about, you know, investing about, and then about the sharing economy. So I just do so many weird things that lawyers aren't supposed to do. Like, you know, lawyer isn't supposed to rent out a room on Airbnb because, you know, they're a lawyer and they, they make plenty of money. They don't need to do that. And, you know, I do it because I think it's fun. Like, I don't necessarily need the money so much. I mean, it helps, but um, I just find it fun to do. And so I do a lot of those kind of sharing economy gigs. So, you know, I also do a little bit of um, a dog sitting on the side, sort of like a, there's kind of these services that are kind of like Airbnb for dogs. And so I do that too. And then, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I'm actually dog seeing a dog right now. So yeah, it kind of helps. Like I could hear it. <laughs> right. That's what my dog was barking. Was, my dog was barking with the other dog. <laughs> so, um, we do that. I do a little bit of a Postmates, which is kind of like a delivery service, kind of like an Uber for food. So I do a lot of these weird kind of side gigs i just have a lot of fun doing and you know i that's what i blog about and write about yeah yeah that's cool you're kind of like a micropreneur i think it's what they call them uh, people who use all these different platforms to to make money that, that's exactly right and you know that's one of the things i blog about a lot is how easy it is nowadays to to make some side money like that um and i actually always die i always uh share what i made every month from these kind of little things and you know it's It's surprising because it doesn't take up very much time, you know, like when you kind of incorporate it into your life already, it's not like a huge time spend on all these things. So, you know, like even with Airbnb, it's like, yeah, it takes up some time, but it's like time I'm using for myself too, because I'm cleaning my house for me. And so it's kind of like I just incorporate what I'm doing already to make a little bit of extra money. And for a lot of people, especially with guest rooms, like so many people have these big houses with just a guest room sitting around doing nothing. So it's like, it's nice to be able to just make a little bit of money off of it. Absolutely. Yeah. What I, what I really like about your blog is you're sharing a lot of figures. I'm looking at uh, a graph of your net worth. I'm looking at uh, very specific reports on how much you've made on with all your side hustles and stuff. So, uh, yeah, I think it's very, uh, very insightful and very useful for people. So, If you're interested in uh, learning how to get out of debt, how to make some extra money on the side, go to the financialpanther.co and then I'm sure there's lots that you can learn. All right, Kevin. Well, uh, thanks a lot for uh, coming on the show. Uh, really appreciate it. And uh, I think uh, you shared some some cool stuff with uh, with us. So thank you very much. Yeah, thanks a lot, Jasper. I'm glad to be on the show. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, Kev, so Kevin's been listening to podcasts for a while. If you are listening right now and you're thinking, hey, you know, I kind of want to share my story, uh, feel free to just send me an email at uh, jasper at getpaidforyourpad.com. And, uh, you know, most of the time I'll, I'll be more than happy to... Uh, to do uh to get you on the show that's what kevin did as well so uh again thanks kevin and uh, thanks everybody for uh listening and uh of course uh every monday there's an episode where i interview a host but also on thursday you can listen to a overview of the news in airbnb land so everything that's the most interesting things that happened in the world of airbnb i will discuss every thursday so thanks everybody and see you next time Get paid for your pet, get paid for your pet.